Hey everyone, how you doing? It's Peter Doak here and it is time for the PDG Advertising Podcast episode 43. Let's get into it. So at the um, midpoint, I guess, of an incredibly busy week at the PDG Advertising Headquarters, I am sitting here with my black book, um, it's where I keep all of the goings-ons in PDG advertising. It's how I organize my day every day. It's uh, how I make sure all our clients are updated. And I'm at the very end of the book, and tonight I'll uh, write down my goals for tomorrow in the book, um, in a new book. <laughs> Some things just really excite me and sometimes it's getting a new book that's really good. Um, but sometimes it's a little bit of satisfaction of getting to the end of a book. So it's if you've ever seen, you know those flick, flicker books, flick books. So if you ever like me and you had post-it notes and whenever you were younger, you didn't realize the value of resources, I would have drawn like a little story happening and use my thumb to flick really quickly through the post-it notes and when I did that uh, the little stick man that I'd draw on each page would move ever so slightly very entertaining <laughs> there were much more um real ones but it's really cool I did the same kind of thing with my um with my book backwards um and I looked at uh so every day I write down, you know, each of my customers and I go through them one by one. But when I look back at the start of this book and let's see what date that was. Um, and we're talking, I think it's last year. I wonder if it is last year. Let's see. So you hear flicking. So it's real, realistically... <laughs> realistically um live and 100% real um book work well, one thing i got to say like looking at this now the first few pages of this book and this is a normal moleskin notepad i don't know how many pages it's got in it in total but there's certainly a lot of all over the placeness about the start of this book like there's no dates and it looks to me like this starts around December 2017, maybe November, December 2017. I think I remember starting it off in uh, Vancouver in Canada, and some of these um, some of these quotes in here and some of these points in this book at this point. But it's really hard to decipher. Um, it's really really hard to decipher. And then here on the 14th of the first, so this was in January. Um, I go through our customer list and there were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10 customers. And I remember somewhere around um, the middle of this year, so this is in January, so this book has been with me for half a year at this point. I think that's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, so you only get like, what, um, 70, 80 years in... <laughs> In the world and if you do go through one every half a year does that mean 
that your encyclopedia of books is maybe about 160 books. So if you wrote a page a day in a book, um, you'd get about two books a year. And what that must mean is, and even that's only, that's only during the week. So that must mean that you can do, you can write two books every year and you can um, write about 160 books in your lifetime. I guess that doesn't really count between the ages of zero and uh, six when you start to read and write, I guess. Um, so that that's something to take into consideration. Anyway, back to back to down memory lane with my my book. Um, so I've got all my notes in here from we're looking at the sixteenth of the first two thousand nineteen, and it's all scribbles and it's all um, it's all random words everywhere, and it's very hard to decipher. And then it starts to take a level of order, and I'm really sure that it's somewhere around here that um, I started to really um, zero in and focus on how this book should be and how it should look, and everything starts to get quite underlined. Um, it took until February, I think. Um, so we're in the middle of February now, and... Yeah, bang, there it is. So, um, something happened on, something must have happened on the 18th of February. And right enough, right enough, it's something that we're going to talk about. Um, the customer journey is on the 15th of February. And if you've been following the PDG Advertising Podcast religiously, you'll know that we've been doing the five stages of the customer journey. Um, and... It's not just something that I've come up with from nowhere. This is in, um, wow, I can't believe it. This is actually on the 14th of the 2nd, 2018. Huh. This has been, this book has been with me for, <laughs> is that right? Is that right? Is that right? No, it's not right. Clearly what's happened is, <laughs> you know, whenever you're, uh, you're, um, it's January the 1st and you're still writing 2018, whenever it's actually 2019. Well, apparently that happens to Peter Doak, um, a month and a half into, um, February of any given year. Anyway, we're on the customer journey and there's a big, there's a piece, there's a piece here on, on the 18th. Whenever things start to look really structured, Whenever things start to look focused, whenever things are being underlined and, you know, all of our customers are, everything's like complete, 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 done, 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 done. And it's all looking good and there's numbers in here and there's figures and there's dates and there's everything. And I, I know what I'm doing at this point uh, on the on the 14th of the 2nd, 2019, not 2018. And it says, bang, the customer journey. And here we are. There are six stages, apparently, of the customer journey. I've broken it down into five now. But the six stages are um, people who do not know you. People who know you, people who have given you their details, people who have purchased, people who have repurchased, and people who love you. That is an excellent description on the 18th of February of the customer journey. And that's what we're trying to affect all, all, all the time. As we move into, um, as we move into um, March, um, we're we're still very focused. There's a lot of you know structure happening. Um, 
my writing is getting neater. Um, everything is going quite well. And oh, there it is. So the first podcast, the first PDG advertising podcast topics um, were uh, created in, um, now it's in PDG podcast two. Well, I'm trying to find PDG podcast one here. Um, I'm not sure where it is, but um, we did do episode one, obviously. Um, it might have been a case where we just ran through what we um, what we did. And I, and I think, you know, at some point we'll have flashbacks to episode one and we'll have the best bits, if there are any best bits. But right now we've got the PDG Advertising Podcast 2 written down here. And there's stuff in there about attention to detail, Google Shopping adverts, the snipping tool, um, finishing off strategies and creating Google AdWords. And look, things don't change much on a day-to-day basis because we're still talking about those things on the PDG Advertising Podcast. But I'm going to fast forward now. And when I'm flicking through, I just see the customers build, 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 build because they fluctuated around the start of the year. Um, it was sitting at about 10 and then it was down to 8 and then it was maybe down to 7 and it was up to 8 again. Um, just some comers and goers, people who were regular customers and people who were not so regular customers. But then we changed the model a little bit and now we've built it up up to um, 13 customers now at the PDG Advertising um, business and you know um things have changed anthony's come on board um we're recruiting for our next um team member at the moment um some wonderful candidates so far um and we're we're just finishing off that process and i will um get back to every uh, candidate personally um by hook or by crook but what it means is it's not really exciting because now what I'm doing is I am going to start a new book and every day is a new chapter, every day is a new page, every day and tomorrow is a, is a new book. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that and it's just nice to have this book here. I think it goes to show you, you know, the PDG Advertising Podcast is going to be a diary of sorts. You know, we're going to be able to look back and see what was going on at that time. How was the business working and how, did, how, was, how were things then? But here in this book, you know, if maybe we can be even neater, if we can, you know, structure what we're saying a little bit better, um, that'll be uh, that'll be quite quite um, quite helpful too. So today's been a great day, and something really interesting happened today. We were in a meeting, and um, we were describing what we do, and Anthony, who has been working with us for quite some time now, um, has um, really. I was just really impressed today. He got the customer journey just bang on. He understood it. He articulated it to someone who didn't know what the customer journey was. And it was just on the tip of his tongue for what we do. So that was a big moment that said that we're doing something right. It said that we're, you know, working well within a team to understand. And he's listening and I'm articulating things well. It's not, it's not perfect. My articulation of everything is not perfect. Um, it may not even be very good. But that was a little, you know, piece that just said, that's good. So if Anthony has asked what we do, you know, he knows that we look towards the customer journey and we affect it positively um, in whatever way we can to produce a positive result. And speaking of that customer journey, um, over the past five podcasts, we have been um, articulating that customer journey and, and I just want to wrap that up because it's really enjoyable. I think what I'll do is I'll put it out as uh, in our next email 
um, where each of the podcasts has, has clips um, of the customer journey. So stage one, two, three, four, and five. Um, we Laura, our amazing podcast engineer, audio editor, will put that together for us and we'll get it out there to the world and it'll be that series. But I guess um, just to wrap that up and to um, put a full stop on it, um, step one of the customer journey is getting in front of people who don't know you via online adverts, word of mouth or whatever way and putting your best foot forward. Um, step two is uh, pixeling those people and following them around the internet so that they then know who you are and definitely know who you are. Um, what we like to do at that stage is get in front of people like twice daily over a seven day period um, so that we are front and center of their mind whenever they're making a decision. Um, with the result that we want people to connect with us in a more meaningful way. So whenever we move into stage three, that is people who have given us their email address. They might not have purchased from us yet, but they definitely know who we are. They're definitely interested in what we do and they've handed over some of their personal data to us so that we can get in touch with them again in the future. And then customer four, one of my favorite of the customer journey. But if you ask me on any given day, any of these steps could be my favorite. Um, purchasing, people that purchase. So those people that have purchased are at a certain stage of the customer journey. They might not be ready to purchase again. They might not be ready to purchase something else from us, but they definitely are more interested in what we do than people previous to them in the in the journey. Um, the next stage is people who have repeatedly purchased from us. So we've upsold something, or we've been a they've been a regular customer of ours um, more than more than once, and that's a very important group because those people really like you. Um, and then the last stage, and I call it the last stage, but this creates more. Um, people into stage one of the customer journey. Um, these are people who are fans, so people who have repeatedly purchased and are so happy about their relationship with us that they want to rant and rave about it. And there are so many depths to this customer journey, and I feel we're just scratching the surface of it, but I'm really glad and I'm really pleased that we've been able to take the time once, twice, thrice, three times, <laughs> four times, five times um, on the podcast consecutively to go through that customer journey. It's really important to me. It's clearly really important to the team because whenever we're asked what we do, we were we told, we gave the answer, we affect the customer journey. And that couldn't have made me um that couldn't have made me any happier. I was uh do a lot of watching of YouTube at times <laughs> it inevitably takes me to some crazy places. But one place um in the last few days was something that was very important. Um, we always want the quality of what we do to be really to be really good. And at PDG, one of the um, pillars that we have is quality of service. But the other two really link in with it as well, you know, customer growth and brand awareness. You can't do that if you're not, if it's not of quality, if the thing that you're doing isn't of quality. You may as well do it well if you're going to do it. Um, but a tester for it is the eyeball test. And this is what I heard. I don't, I can't credit this to anybody and I would like to, but um, it was this guy that was on nearly like a preacher and he was saying about you know do you pass the eyeball test are you are you are you you know looking good enough to um be acceptable to the people that you're trying to convince to do something is your work passing the eyeball test is it neat is it professional looking is it sharp is it relevant all of those different things but it can all be summed up with the eyeball test does it pass the eyeball test um great example you know 
I'm not a big fan of Apple, but the look and feel of it really passes the eyeball test. They have beautiful technology, beautiful phones. Samsung passes the Apple the eyeball test. Um, a shop front that has a broken window and it does not uh, pass the eyeball test. Your website with a broken link on it does not pass the eyeball test. You taking an advert and for your local bar, putting a meerkat on it and saying symbols on it does not pass the eyeball test. Um, it's nearly like the eye of the tiger. It's nearly like um, Ronnie O'Sullivan making a 147 in snooker. It's nearly like um, Messi taking a ball from one side of the pitch to the other um, and scoring and taking it around about 20 people. It's it's the Eagles on stage. It's the Killers on stage. It's Muse on stage. It's, it's, it's good versus bad. The eyeball test is what we're trying to achieve. And I've introduced that into the office. Does it pass the eyeball test? And if it doesn't, it's not going out. So today, I kind of did things a little bit differently um, in terms of my to-do list. I um, took each customer and I laid out three things that I wanted to do for them today. And it was so focusing, so I would put the name of the customer on a sheet and I would write out three things, plan out three things before I did anything. Um, and I did that and it, it really helped um, a lot a lot today. Um, one of them might have been schedule an email, um, another one might have been checking on the Facebook ads, another one might have been um, fix a problem on their website that they've been having. Um, and, and just those three things and then updating the customer on each of them was, uh, was, was very good. Um, so one of them might have been, you know, create a report for the customer, things like that. Um, so what I did today was I had maybe 13 overall customers to look at. And I broke each one down into the three most important things to do for that customer. And the customers don't really have more than one thing to do on a daily basis. Um, sometimes they don't have anything to do on a daily basis except maybe check in on the account and make sure the ads are running properly. Um, so now every customer needs that at least once on a basis. But maybe on a day where there's a report due or an email due, it could mount up to about three things. But there's always three things I think that you can do for any business at any given time that anybody could do. So that was quite useful today and it didn't take up any more time than usual. It actually, for some reason, I was able to work quicker um, by doing things in, in threes. So that was quite interesting. And I think that moved each of our customers forward today, um, which is always what we want to do. This morning was really good. Um, I don't know, there's been a lot of working out um, by myself and there's been a lot of uh, reasonably good healthy eating. And I just wanted to mention that this morning just felt really awesome. And it was, um, it was just something about the morning. Um, I've been reading a lot of um, uh, business books recently and they say that the morning is your most productive time. I think that's probably true. I end up, you know, trying to be productive across the whole day but something about this morning that just felt uh, felt really right and I think um, in the PDG office that was um, this is a good vibe and it felt felt quite good and everyone that was it for episode 43 of the PDG advertising podcast I can't wait to do tomorrow's episode um, it's possible I won't do tomorrow's episode, uh, but I may do um, one on Friday, but let's see. Um, tomorrow is a new day, tomorrow is a new page, it's a new book, and I wish you well with anything that you're doing, and um, I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening.